Quick disclaimer, while we do work at one of America's largest retailers and will allude to it throughout the show, the opinions expressed are purely our own and do not reflect the views or positions of our employer. Welcome everybody to episode 62 of the Phone Buzz podcast, recorded November 19th of 2020. We've got a fantastic show for you this week. A fan favorite graces us with his presence, social media morphs into a monster, and we debate the best and worst phones of 2020. My name is Evan Krause. I'm joined by Zach Whitney. How's it going? How you doing? Um, you know, living. Living life. <laughs> and uh, Christian Crawford. Hey-o. How you doing? Doing excellent. Per yosh, per yosh. And then returning to the podcast, a dear friend of the show, the king of strings, Mr. Tim Moneybags Robel from Droid Live. <laughs> Tim, thanks I for totally coming on. Resent, I resent the Moneybags thing. Like, Aww. that is ridiculous. But Aww. hello. How, how are you guys doing? <laughs> doing excellent. Thank you, Mr. Tim. Um, so if you are watching this podcast, yes, you heard that correctly, watching the podcast, this is the hopefully first time we have video up, and I say hopefully in case there's any like technical issues, but um, yeah, if you're watching us on YouTube, sorry you have to see us, but hey, this is a new format, we're trying it out, so thank you for, for joining us on this new expedition, Mr. Tim. Hey, absolutely. Uh, thank you so much for having me back. It was a real good time last time, so I'm really looking forward to another good time this time <laughs> that's what i'm talking about let's go let's try and deliver uh do you boys have any check-ins this week Ooh, i that's... got i got a couple go you look like you got something so i put on this nice nomad stainless steel band Ooh, uh, makes it heavier it makes me miss the days of my war real watch and actually could feel the weight on my wrist uh so that's pretty cool and then i've been using my airpods uh airpod pro airpods pro Nice. That was a struggle. Po- <laughs> um, I've been using those a lot, and they went live with like the stereo sound and like switching back and forth between your devices, and that is really cool and handy. Mm. I I tried the spatial audio, and it's kind of freaky. Like I, I like haven't I haven't actually watched anything with spatial audio, but like I, I did the test demo, and I was like, I don't know about this. It, like so, I watched uh, a football game on my iPad with it in, and it sounded really really good. So you can you can hear Jim Buck or Joe Buck call. Terrible calls and stereo <laughs> audio. <laughs> Joe Buck's great. He's a living legend. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he called the Cardinals World Series hometown kid. Let the man live his life. Let the man live. I was act- yeah, that's actually okay. funny. That's actually funny you brought up AirPods as your uh, your weekly check-in because I was also going to. Uh, mine broke. Which ones? Uh, my pros. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. He wasn't ready. Yeah, they just like... Nice, thanks. (laughs) They pair and everything, but when they're in, it says connected, full battery, everything. They just don't create any sound. You can't hear it through the mic. I can't hear anything. It just completely does. Did you try unpairing it and repairing it? Shut up, yes. Did you try turning the phone off and on again? Well, see, I thought it was because, you know, it was... I I don't know why I thought this, but I went from my Samsung back to an iPhone... I was like, maybe there's something weird that happened there. Who knows? Magic. I don't know. But yeah, no, I completely restarted my phone, did all the turn it off, turn it back on shit. And it, mm. yeah, it still doesn't work. So, oh, that's mm. what Apple cares for. It just works. It just <laughs> works. <laughs> wow. That was a pretty good imp- uh, impression right there. <laughs> Thank you. I practice it. And in the, the hand movements. It's a fantastic. <laughs> listen, I have the best. Okay. <laughs> I practice it every oh. night in the mirror. Um, he's not lying. <laughs> uh, Mr. Tim, what are your check-ins? What's been going on with you, man? Oh, guys, so much, man. You know, um, staying at home a lot, 
um, ordering a lot of food. Uh, you know, work-wise, quite a bit going on, obviously. Techtober is a huge month month for us here at Droid Life. Uh, we tons of new Pixel phones, tons of new OnePlus phones. And then really what we're doing is ramping up for the holidays, right? So holidays are such a huge season for all these tech companies trying to get people to buy all their crap. <laughs> so what these what these companies do is they send me all that crap and they say, hey, man, write up all this crap. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I got some new headphones. I got these Jabras. What are they? Oh, let me get the boxes. Hold on. Let me do my plug. Let me do my plug. Nice. <laughs> uh, so shout out to Jabra for the Elite 85H. H, those are good. Uh, those Bluetooth are headphones. They are like actually the best headphones I think I've ever worn. Oh, uh, hmm. the noise can the noise cancellation is fantastic. The sound quality is amazing, and they feel great on my ears. Huh. And then they also sent over their latest and most expensive earbuds, the Elite eighty five Ts. I think they retail for like three hundred dollars. So. I've been using those, and they're also very good. And so you can expect to see those in the Droid Life Holiday Gift Guide 2020. Hey! Hey. Hey. Nice. That's been my life. You know, playing a lot of music still, hanging out, just, you know, trying to get through all this COVID stuff. I don't know if that's hitting. You guys are in, like, middle America, right? Right in the heart of middle America. Yeah, (laughs) hardcore. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's probably hitting you guys uh, pretty good, too. and. Yeah, yeah, so we're just we're hanging in there. We're are doing you, the best we can. Are you guys back on lockdown? Yeah, we just entered this week. We're 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 in for another month of mm. uh, just hanging out. I'm gen- genuinely surprised <laughs> we have not. <laughs> Give me a double. Uh, uh, uh. There you go. You can't, you can't rapid fire it, unfortunately. Oh, I'm we- not spending six hundred dollars on that thing. Rapid fire. So. I, I think we can make it that way. The problem is like however long the the sound bite is, it oh, plays the whole thing, even yeah. the yeah the quiet parts. Okay. So I need to like chop it up better and then fix it. So it's we'll, we'll get it there. Yeah, I'll totally take that fault. one. Totally I'll take that fine. one. Understand. <laughs> oh, so kind of kind of related to what you just said though. Um, I've always wondered this. So out of all the products and like phones that you get sent, how many just don't get a review or don't get a video? Like, does that happen a lot? Uh, it doesn't happen too often. I would say it happened more often, maybe back in the day. Um, but now w- with less companies making things, especially phones, right? You know, when there were Sony phones, more LG phones, more Samsung phones, like everyone's sort of trimmed down, right? Sony mm. isn't releasing a ton of phones here. HTC doesn't exist, at least in that capacity. Uh, so we're seeing less things and with, with <laughs> and with uh, less things, there's more time for us to do things like talk about headphones and other stuff. I don't know if anyone's noticed, <laughs> probably not, but on Droid Life, I do um, ever since COVID started, I did the stuck at home reviews mm. and I've been reviewing a lot more things that I wouldn't typically review for the website, things that aren't necessarily like tech related. So that's actually been a lot of fun. It's been very... Uh, allows me to be a bit more creative i'd say and write about things that aren't phone related so it's actually been like a kind of a blessing in disguise work-wise right like i wouldn't say covid is a blessing by any means (laughs) but the way it's allowed me to kind of change up what i've been doing work-wise has been beneficial at least for my own sanity silver lining silver lining like that yeah, his playbook. Yeah, silver lining. <laughs> you know what else has a silver lining? This shiny ass iPhone 12 Pro Max. So this this is a segue into my uh, 
um, nice. check in. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so I was going to say, so we had a long, like a longer talk than I thought possible about the design of the iPhone 12. Cause like, I know you two are really big, like who raws on the squared off stuff. I wasn't as sold on it or sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. Zach was on my side. Didn't American favorite, yeah. America's favorite dad yeah, Olson was, was on your side. Um, I've actually like grown to be okay with it. I, I don't hate it anymore. I kind of like it. It's, it's starting to get there. They Zach's still not you. convinced. No. Nope. What? I hate it. Mm. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How, but have you been still like, have there been a lot of people still trying to get their pre-orders and setting them up and stuff? Oh, not pre-orders. People are just coming in, spending way too much money on the phone now. Fair, fair nice. enough. So. There you go. And you still, you still don't like like messing with them and stuff like that. I hate it even more. What? Yeah, the phone's big. It's obnoxious. It's, it's so not big. a good phone. Oh my god. It's squared off, which feels awkward in the hand, and it's heavier than my tennis max with this big case on it. I don't even know where the. That's not true. We did a comparison last week. Yeah. So and you're just. It actually weighs no. less. Would would you believe, can you believe, the uh, the 12 Pro Max weighs like a little bit less than the 11 Pro Max? Huh. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it, but no, it does. it doesn't. No. Um, okay, God, Tim, you, Jesus. Uh, Tim, you got to explain your your line here. Shiza. Yeah. My line? Or yeah, you wrote, what's up with airplane peanuts? Oh, dude, I was just... <laughs> I, was like, uh, I was like, is that going somewhere? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that was just a random uh, Seinfeld reference, I think, that popped up into my head because I was like, what is this checking thing? So I'm just going to talk about airplane peanuts. What's but the no, like, I think the, well, the, I, the line goes like, what's with airplane peanuts? Who are they trying to keep out of these things? <laughs> because you can't you can never open the bag. So I don't know. That's that's a deep cut. Um, OK, oh, I think. Yeah, <laughs> you, uh, I think we I think we wrapped up the check ins. You guys want to move on to our, our first segment tonight? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, that's not the usual music we play, but it's Dope or Dirt time. It's a very simple segment. We take turns presenting a product, presenting whatever we want, and the rest of us get a debate. Is it dope or is it dirt? I have a I have a video presentation for mine, so who Oh, my to go gosh. First? I feel like you need Holy to top it off with the video. Okay. You, want, you want to start with I, the I video? Didn't, I, didn't, I, I didn't come I wanna prepared go, for this. I want to go first now that I know this okay. video. <laughs> Let me just get my humiliation over with. Boom, fair enough. All right, kick it off, Zach. All right, well... <laughs> My, uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> so, now, what I am going to do is the Ninja Foodie 5-in-1. Okay. Um, I use this a lot, like all the time cooking, and then kind of to show at home. Uh, so, if you're listening, <laughs> Zach is showing a very bright, very blurry picture onto the <laughs> YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. Let's see, is that better? No. 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 Just no. Google it. Just, Just Google it. it. Uh, but anyway, it. very, it's very sad. <laughs> It's pretty cool. Uh, it's got a grill, a air fryer, a dehydrator. Uh, it can broil and bake, all in one giant thing. So it's really cool. Like uh, I've been making a bunch of salmon, grilling salmon side of it. I've grilled steaks. Um, I did dehydrate watermelon jerky one time. That was a complete flop. Um, hold up, hold watermelon jerky. Yeah. What the hell is that? Is yeah. it what I think it is? It's, it's, just, what it, yeah. it's just watermelon, but you dehydrate it. Isn't watermelon like 99% water? I don't know. All right. I, all right. I, <laughs> I yield my time. Am I just a keeper of watermelon? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, it's only $200, which sounds like a lot. But if like, I've had this thing for months and I've used it 
almost every single night too. I mean, it can grill burgers. Like it's got time tables. It comes with a giant recipe book. It's just a really cool piece of tech. Huh. I will say, having ate some of the stuff that that's made, it's pretty cool mm. and it works so well. So I'm gonna give it nice. It's a dope. Tim, I want to get your thoughts on that. Well, I mean, you know, anything that will help you uh, make better food at home, right? So many people are eating out, they're eating junk, they're eating that crap. So anything that's going to allow you to go out to the store, get some fresh ingredients, cook it up at home for your wife or husband, your non-binary partner, uh, that's a good thing. So yeah. it's good. It's uh, it's a, what is what's opposite than dirt? Oh, it's dope. dope. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new segment. What's opposite of dirt? <laughs> I love it. And the final vote. <sighs> I, okay, I will say it's. I will say it's pretty cool, just because like the fact that it's five and one. And if you live in an apartment, which which we all do, um, it's cool because it takes up less counter space. Except for Tim, he, I don't think he lives in an apartment. Um, but it takes up less counter space. So for that reason alone. Oh my gosh! Well done. Were, were you expecting that? No, no, not at all. <laughs> all right. Uh, so it's, yeah, so these it. are real products. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or oh, okay. Did you did you make up so a product? I, oh, I made up a product. I am excited <laughs> oh, for this. That, this will be good. This is an I'm exclusive. Excited. So who's going How next? Embarrassing. Um, I kind of want him to go last now. Okay. Because I, I think you got to anchor the thing. You want me to go I'm next? Trying to you? find a real product. <laughs> All right, go for it, Evan. You want me to go? Okay. Go this is gonna be super short, super sweet. You That's might have said. to pull it up on the on the screen. We'll see though. Okay. okay. Um. So mine is called the High Sound Toilet Golf Potty Putter Set. Why is it either kickstart or poop? There's no in between. <laughs> That's fair. Well, technically, this doesn't have anything to do with poop. You know, you could be yeah. peeing. Anyways, uh, all it is is a novelty golf set uh, for when you're taking a novelty size shit. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay. Um, this exclusive bathroom golf gadget. Uh, you're having fun in every bathroom trip. Uh, it's great for the golf and golf lover. Okay, what is this called? Uh... It is the potty putter, I think. The body putter? <laughs> potty putter. Oh, okay. Um, anyways, super easy to set up. Essentially, all it is is this huge green mat that has little holes in it. Comes with... <laughs> yeah, you'll, Hang on, sorry. Let me, let me get this on the screen. It includes quick. a putting green mat, a cup with a flagpole, two golf balls, putter, and a do not disturb sign for oh, the bathroom this door. Is, <laughs> this is actually pretty fantastic. And it's only $13 on Amazon. Come on. Oh, my God. Look at it. You cannot tell me if you're taking a shit. That does not look fun. I might actually buy one of these. There's not only. Yeah, you get. Let's go. Not only is there a golf one, there's also a hockey. And I think there's another one too, but I the golf looked the best. Look, look, it's fun for the kids too. Look at that. Yikes. Oh my God. Well, we've reached a new low on this show. What do you tell think, Tim? about it. Also, what do you mean doesn't deal with pooping? It literally requires you to sit on the toilet. Hey, you can be peeing while sitting. Hold up. Important question. Is this compatible with a squatty potty? Well, of course. Okay. Well, no, it couldn't be. Why not? Because you had the squatty potty on your putting green. <laughs> but, right. but the only That's part a, where you had you, to... You, turned it, you just turned it from like, it's actual putt-putt golf now. You have an <laughs> obstacle and everything in the way. <laughs> <laughs> You're dodging your feet and a squatty potty. All right, what do you think, Tim? I'm going to have to say that that's dirt, dude. I mean, oh. uh, I'm sorry. I, and it's, just, it's nothing personal, I promise. Hey, that, that's, that's, right. a, that's a stupid product. I mean, like the fact that, like, look at the putt distance. It's like a foot max. 
it's just not going to help your game, especially because you're not going to go out to the course looking like that. So it's bad practice. It's bad form. It's pretty much bad everything. You mean you, so, you don't go sad, out to the course sad. with your pants down to your ankles? <laughs> no, dude, sometimes, but like not not on the green. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, just me, I guess. Jeez. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's, let's bring it a hey, little bit. I'll take it two for three. Two for three. Let's go. All right. Let's bring it de- back down to earth just a little bit. Okay. Oh, are you guys ready for the are you ready to be inspired? Oh hey, it's Kickstarter. Hey, don't don't look at that. What is going on? <laughs> turkey Are you guys ready to be inspired? Wait, does this go in the I'm turkey? Ready, I'm ready to be something. I don't know. If it ever loads, yeah. Oh, they met it they met their goal. That's impressive. Well, good, good for, for them. them, yeah. By forty two dollars. That might have been me. At a time when our lives are disrupted, traditions nurture and connect us. I hate this. Now is a moment to both honor our traditions and reimagine them. So what happens when wisdom of the ages meets innovation? When simplicity meets ingenuity? They produce the unexpected. Meet the turkey stone. This beautiful new kitchen tool makes it easier and quicker to roast a delicious whole bird. Its patented technology uses the simple principle of thermal conduction in a new and effective way. We call it inside-out cooking. Here's how it works. The turkey stone holds any combination of flavorings that you dream of. Tim sold them. Then it sits inside the turkey during cooking. The ceramic body heats up quickly, cooking the bird from the inside, while your oven or grill roasts it, infusing the meat with moisture. And okay, I, th- okay. I think that kind of covers Instant the... for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. What? That is so cool. That thing to... is terrible. Why is it? Okay, why no. is it terrible? Like, it does not serve a practical purpose at all. Have you ever cooked a turkey? I Once. You could cook it in your five and one, and it'll be it was, so much better. Yeah, I bet your turkey was absolutely terrible. <laughs> it was I not. I have to assume. Tim, Tim, okay, Tim seemed really sold on this. I want to get your thoughts there. Well, just because I like the idea of the inside-out cooking, right? That flavor is not, you know, usually you would say brine the turkey or you put a bunch of crap on top of the turkey on the outside, and it's really hard for flavor to penetrate uh, such mm. a thick bird. Mm. So when you're cooking it inside-out, that flavor is just going all throughout the meat. Oh, baby. That sounds like a that's a pretty sweet invention right there. That's what I'm saying, too. It Like, it gives you everything you want. You know, all these people, like, stuff their turkey and everything, and this just gives you a much cleaner, easier way to do it. I'll tell you what really caught my eye about this phenomenal product is the fact that <laughs> the fact that they use... <laughs> I think it's every time. The fact that they use the, uh, like, the Steve Jobs, like, like Johnny Ives, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. presentation. It's oh, like, yeah. mankind, oh, yeah. food, like, bears, <laughs> caves. We made this new turkey invention. Like it, it's it's so dramatic, and it's like you can shove this up your turkey's ass. Like, come on, <laughs> it's it's so simple. You would think that it would have already been invented. This is so, the this also, is the one more thing it? for turkeys. Uh, I don't know. Hang on. Okay. Let me let me figure that out. Would that sway your opinion? Maybe. Okay. That's better can't... be like twenty bucks. Yeah, that's, 20, that's 30, hard. That's thirty. Hard. It's a Kickstarter though. I feel like it's it, be like hundred. Some bucks. type of ceramic. So it's they just bake it. I mean, they could like mass produce that it. thing in China for like five cents. I like how they put it on a shelf, like it was <laughs> decoration. <laughs> they did, didn't they? Okay. Um. I uh, let's see. 
I think it's sixty dollars. I think it's sixty dollars based on like the. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's right on the edge. It's right on the edge. It's a new product. They'll make newer ones. They'll make it's like a ones. novelty pricing. Not a yeah. huge fan. It's like mm. a novelty putty. Well, you can't take back your ding, so I'll take it. Oh no! I mean, I'll give it the ding. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's cool. I'll give you that one. And, and like, why couldn't they? When is it going to ship? Do we know? Um. I, I, because I, I would want it before Thanksgiving. It seems like a really stupid time to release this product. <laughs> Estimated yeah. delivery is March of 2021. That doesn't help. Just in time for next year. <laughs> this is trash. <laughs> trash! All right, I'll, I'll take the L. <laughs> <laughs> hey, All right. I mean, the sound, the, the sound effects have brought the level of this show. I mean, way past expectations, fellas, no, I gotta God, say. Please, no. It basically carries us at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. I like it. All right. Thank you. I think we're all ready for um, a glimpse oh, inside the mind. Please don't hype it up. And so, okay. <laughs> um, all right. So this, I've had this idea for some time, and I've got a. Uh, I'm not going to say I have patent pending or anything. So all I do is I ask everyone not to steal my idea because I honestly think that this idea is like a money maker. Okay. Oh, okay. Hold on, let me get my So here's the... Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I mean, this that. is going to be recorded, so don't worry <laughs> about it. So the thing is, when you're going... Say, okay, here, let me just get... I'm going to set the scene for you. I'm going to paint a picture. You just get it. You pull out of Starbucks, and you need to take, you know, a 90-degree turn onto the road. So I'm pulling out of Starbucks, and whoa, like, here, I got to accelerate a bit and oh man like i just spilled my coffee a little mm. bit because mm-hmm. i forgot to get a stopper from the girl or whatever uh, or i have to break hard i mean the, it was, something's always spilling and it's not just starbucks it's pretty much anything i put there <laughs> uh, it could be you know a soda from mcdonald's whatever anything so what i'm thinking is like a zero g cup holder and i'm not sure why this doesn't already exist it needs to be a cup holder right so the car is traveling and no matter what the angle the car is at, that cup holder is always straight up. It's not necessarily attached to the vehicle itself. It's a zero G. So it's it's on its own kind of gimbal system. I like that. Is that not the smartest thing you've ever heard in <laughs> yeah. your entire life? You could even life? make it to where like the bottom half fits in the cup holder. And then the gimbal sits out. So it's just like slightly above the cup holder itself. Wouldn't it have to be pretty yeah, big though? Yeah, that's I, I'm Pretty totally I, I'm totally on board with this uh, yeah. because this is happening like especially when they don't get the lid on all the way and then oh you're doomed oh my god it's done it's it's game over so but but wouldn't yeah. this have to be like kind of big because wouldn't it have to like be able to like slide kind of dude I don't care how big it has to be as long <laughs> as it works you know I mean like no so what I don't know if it would have to be all too big trying to you know when I picture it I picture. I, what I picture is basically this. Mm-hmm. I picture this system, but in cup holder form, mm. uh, where you know it doesn't matter. It's it's like a opt. It's like oh. <laughs> I, I don't really know. So exactly. it's so it's kind of like sus- I'm not an engineer. So it's kind of like suspended. <laughs> it's not like, and I wouldn't see. I wouldn't say suspended. If you could marry uh-huh. this with like an actual gimbal for a camera, right? That's on two like counterweights or whatever. But then that technology has to be sort of shrunk down. Again, I'm not an engineer or mathematician, <laughs> but somehow I I have a feeling it could work, and uh, and so that's my my that's my product, <laughs> patent pending. I'll okay. also give it that just for the ingenuity. 
And, and I think it's a yeah. legitimately great idea because, like, I've had coffee spilled twice in my new car, and I'm like, no, this ain't happening. I don't want to be that guy, but Uh-oh. I've never had anything spill out of a cup holder. Bet. Oh, liar. I mean, bl- bless your Why? heart. You're very lucky. Very <laughs> fortunate. Uh, Try. I got to do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, like, I like the idea. It's just not practical for me because, like, the last totally. two cars I own, and I don't know, maybe it's a Dodge thing now. <laughs> it's just um, a Dodge thing. <laughs> but, like, inside the cup holder. That. It's a Dodge thing. <laughs> but, like, inside the cup holders, like, they have little balls inside them. So your drink mm. locks in no matter what. And the, it's just, like, a little pressurized one. So, like, if something needs to move in, it just pushes that pocket in. And it stays secured. I get it. Yeah, but- see, no, that's that's great for holding on to the cup, but what about the liquid itself? The liquid needs to stay level. When your truck is, when your big old Dodge truck is moving around, the liquid the liquid is still moving inside the cup and can still spill out of like a Starbucks cup or whatever. So in a zero G environment, right, that liquid is staying put. It's not moving around. At least that's my that's my theory. Again, well, I guess I'm not maybe a physicist, that's no, I'm not a physicist. I guess maybe that's another thing too, like what I drink doesn't have that potential because like i'm getting like a frappuccino or something from like starbucks oh, okay um and then i oh you're getting a frappuccino and your big old <laughs> i drive a jeep cherokee calm down all right big old <laughs> it was a dodge, dodge dart to a jeep cherokee oh, whoa. <laughs> um but then like i don't i don't really go out to eat or anything so i don't have like the cups ever so everything i have is usually a bottle i can't lid. relate to any of this that you're saying so but I respect your I respect your decision, but I don't agree with it. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> See, hey, no, that's t- that's totally fine. Man, I don't know. I don't Again, believe that I you've never the spilled idea, anything. Because clearly, th- it's a common <laughs> theme with Neanderthals to spill your stuff. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, <laughs> you may be gosh. the only person ever on the planet that never has had that problem. <laughs> I guess so, but I don't know. I, Next time, in your I'm in your car. Watch you're out. never getting in my car. <laughs> Not that you know. It's a Dodge thing. It's a yeah. Dodge thing. <laughs> Zach Whitney. I'm leaving. Oh my god! All right. Well, this has been an eventful uh, segment of Doper Dirt. I think it's time for. I guess we gotta use the same sound again. <laughs> That's what we actually use it for. It's on that new new where we cover all that new new from CNET. If you're Twitter and you roll out a new feature, you can expect tweets upon tweets upon tweets to make fun of it. Twitter's snark brigade did not disappoint Tuesday, unleashing a steady stream of jokes and memes in reaction to Twitter's announcement of Fleets, a new format that lets users share text, photos, and videos that vanish after 24 hours. Fleets represent Twitter's attempt to capitalize on the social media trend toward more ephemeral content, so disappears, that started after Snapchat introduced Stories, a format that's been copied by other sites including Facebook, Instagram, and I guess LinkedIn. I didn't even know that was a thing. In a blog post, Twitter said, said global tests of the feature indicated the tool helped people feel more comfortable joining public conversations on the service. From Twitter, quote, those new to Twitter found fleets to be an easier way to share what's on their mind. Because they disappear oh, from view after a day, fleets help people feel more comfortable sharing personal and casual thoughts, opinions, and feelings. Tim, have you gotten on that fleet game? No, I have not gotten on the fleet game. Really disappointed in Twitter for this one. You know, like I get it. Everyone wants to copy everyone else and take, oh, oh, you have a successful feature. We're just going to, you know, go ahead, snipe that, retool it and make it into our own thing. I just don't like the idea. I thought Twitter was fine as it was. Yeah, like I feel like the old guy who's telling kids to get off his lawn. I just like I remember when <laughs> tweets were limited to a certain amount of words and now you can just like 
freaking ramble on like I care. So it's fine. If it, Do you remember being able people, to text your tweet in? Yeah. I think you still can. I think you still can. Yeah. I th- no, I don't know if you still can, but I remember being able to. Um, so my, my main takeaway is if you want to use t- uh, fleets, that's totally fine. I just, I will mute people who, who <laughs> fleet because I just think it's a total waste. You know, if it's something you want to tweet, just tweet it. Like it's a, just a tweet anyway. Who cares? Right. Like why, why fleet a tweet? Just tweet it. Why fleet a tweet? I don't know. Tweet. God, that's good. Why yeah. fleet a tweet? <laughs> it's a dodge thing and why fleet it's a, a tweet? <laughs> <laughs> we got an episode title, boys. We do have an episode title. Oh man. Um, that's good. I, I, I don't know, like, I do kind of, I understand where they're coming from because, like, we just posted, I, I posted a, a fleet, like, right before the show started because it's like, oh, check it out, we're about to record. So I kind of get what they're saying in, in the fact that it's, and, and I read uh, part of that article, too, I didn't include it, was um, some guy from The Verge also talked to the Instagram guy, and he basically said they added that sort of story feature because, you know, whenever you post something on Instagram, it's a little bit more polished. It's a little bit more manicured. So they wanted something that could just be a little bit more off the cuff and a little bit personal. So I kind of get that in a sense. Um, I'm annoyed the same way you are that it's on every single social media platform. It's just, it's everywhere now. It's like, I don't know. It's too much at one point. Like they're all just so similar. Yeah. So here, here's one more thing. Sorry, just to Go go in real quick. Um, all I see it as is really a tool, an- yet another tool for brands. And I hate brands. And I hate the idea that like these brands just want to, oh, yeah, let's have a more polished thing for our actual tweets or like our store or, you know, our Instagram posts. And then we'll do more off the cuff stuff on please <laughs> and our story. Like, dude, you're a brand like you're already your sponsored content is already being jammed into my eyes and down my throat. Like, I really just like I want to break from it all. And and I know the first people to post fleets on my Twitter feed were like sports teams. I follow brands. Right. And not real people. So I think that's what I don't like about it. It's not so much about people sharing what they think and getting involved in the conversation. That was the stupidest quote I've ever heard. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a very Twitter It's a way quote. for brands to bring more attention to their crap. So there, that's what I have to say. That's fair. I, I think for me, it I, I also don't like it. And I think it's a problem because I'm used to it already. So many different platforms already have it that it just like, it doesn't surprise me that Twitter brought it to the table. And it's almost like I look at it just like any other app. At first it was like, ew, this looks gross. Like it doesn't look like Twitter. It looks like Snapchat and whatever else, but it sucks that I'm already used to it. It's been out for what, how many days now? And I'm, I, yeah, it's like, there, I don't there's literally nothing there. different about it. I can't yeah. think of a single thing that's different about it. I hate how it like mm-hmm. it pushed your, uh, your profile picture, like into a, like a drawer of, so, of some sort, whatever you want to call that. So it's like, you have to take this extra step. And I think that becomes like a big gripe for me is when you have to take like extra steps that you're, you've like done this muscle memory to get to something. Now you have to change it. That sucks. And that's a big thing that I don't like that the fleets did. And it's not even the fleets itself. It's like little things that it's implemented. It's a side effect. What do you think, Zach? I I don't care. (laughs) Uh, I knew knew that was going to come out of your mouth. (laughs) I, I didn't like... I was on Twitter and seeing people complain about fleets. I'm like, I don't know what this is. Like, I had no, I didn't even notice it was a thing. And like, now that you mentioned it, Tim, I'm looking at mine and it's all like 
the only thing that people have like only posts that are on there are sports. Yeah. Like that's all I have is sports teams, uh like ESPN, Schefter, um, like all that stuff. It's like the only thing using it. So yeah, it's like I I don't see an actual human that I follow uh up there. Posting so, stuff. Yeah. You know. It just like little things like that which I don't click on them on Snapchat or anything like that either. So no. I think we're gonna oh, have to waste of time. What? No, we'll leave that fleet up. It's fun. <laughs> No, I do agree. Like, no, it, it could also be a reflection. It's <laughs> like, no, um, it could be a reflection of, I mean, on, on the account that you're on, do you mostly follow like brand types or is it mostly people? Like is the, I, I agree that it's mostly brands that are posting these, but is that an effect of who you follow or is that just like how it is? You know, you know what I'm saying? Well, because I don't follow a ton of brands and I already muted the ones who use fleet, <laughs> I, I, I only see your guys's fleet. And so and that's totally fine. I don't you know, I can't remove this section from my Twitter app. Right. So I'm yeah. unless I go to a third party, I just have to deal with it because I would rather say support you guys than mute you guys. Right. Because you're real people. You're not just some brand trying to make a way to tick. Wait a second. Uh, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> he like caught so, himself in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you guys are a brand. Uh anyway, so it's totally fine. You know, I'm kinda I'm kinda with you. Like, I don't care. But at the same time, you did kind of screw my experience, right? I had right. the muscle memory thing going on too. So, so I guess only it's a swipe yeah. like swipe left. That's the only way I've ever got to that screen. That's what like was weird to me. Because mm. like I always just went like boop and swiped right over. Oh, that's like, a thing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. My life has changed. Yeah, you can just swipe over and get to that. Like I, that's how I've always done it. <laughs> so I, that, that was weird. I'm so- like it got rid of it. It's an extra step, but yeah, it's just like a quick huh. slide, and you're, just, you're there. Yeah. Huh. And 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 speaking of that, I mean, really, it's the same thing that Instagram recently did, implementing their reels and their shop tab, and now with the light. I, I mean, the that. likes for the past. 10 effing years the likes have been down on the bottom i hate now it. they're up at the top what are they doing who is running that place <laughs> that move made me so mad why don't i notice any of this i don't are you do you spend You're time too busy on? working but you got a job or uh, something lame. well Luke. my my likes are still at the bottom so maybe i don't have an update i have an update yet you don't oh, they're right there yeah you don't have either, man. i guess right there oh I guess I never really. Yeah, that was a big one. That one oh. really made me mad because I feel like didn't why would didn't they that, do that? Didn't that update happen before Twitter? Yeah, right? it was like a couple yeah, days. Yeah, by like or a something. week. Oh yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it really wasn't even that long. That was the first bit of anger I had towards <laughs> <laughs> social media. It was like, why would they do that? Like, I I would it, obviously it's there's a reason they did it that way, but I would like it to have still like flipped where the likes are still at the bottom, like put a shop tab up there, whatever, do whatever you want to do, but don't change. Don't put it in a place that has been for 10 years and expect the majority of people to be like, Oh yeah, no, that's fine. You know what that reason is? They want your muscle memory to be like, oops. And then you click on shops and then yeah. maybe one out of a hundred, uh, one out of a hundred people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One out of a hundred people are like, Oh, this is actually kind of cool. And yeah. then they go through it. it still sucks. <laughs> no, that is not cool. <laughs> like my feed is just like sponsored content. Okay. It. Someone I know, Someone I know sponsored content. Oh yay! Now there's an entire tab dedicated to sponsored <laughs> crap. Right? Like, what is going on, guys? I, I don't, don't. I just don't get it. I it's think the bigger problem is, is people that shop on Instagram. That's the bigger problem. <laughs> 
There's got to be some people been, that, yeah. <laughs> that do it. I got scammed once. Like there was there was this fake account. It was like, hey, we're giving away like sweet toys. It was like, you know, alien toys, predator toys. And I'm a big collector of like, n- n- you know, worthless crap. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, awesome. Like there, you pay shipping. I was like, oh, my God. It's like so I loaded up my cart, gave them like $20 for shipping. Never got my stuff, but I was like, you know what? I'm never <laughs> shopping on Instagram ever again from a sponsored post. Yeah, I was so pissed. Mm. Ooh, and they really, they really nailed that retargeting game because, like, I accidentally clicked on an Allbirds link not once. What I thought you said. What? Oh, oh shut up. <laughs> but like, I, I clicked on Allbirds shoes, and then the next day, all I see are different shoes that are like knockoffs, or they are Allbirds, and I'm like, yep, I guess they know what they're doing, and like. Full disclosure, that's part of my job is to do that, like, professional job. So it, it totally works. They totally know what they're doing, but it's still kind of sketchy when you see it in action. I, what I don't like is, like, I have a conversation with someone outside of the phone, right? I'm talking, say, to my wife about, oh, like, I want to get some new gym shorts. And, like, 24 hours later, I got gym <laughs> short ads on my phone, on Facebook and on Instagram, and... Like, I know my phone is listening to me, and I don't think it's a conspiracy theory, and and that's all there is to it. There are too many, so, there's too many people experiencing the same thing for it to be just a coincidence. And exactly. there's no way for something to pop up just so strategically <laughs> that you literally just talked about and never Googled before. I mean, they're kind of is. Come on. Exactly. They're, they're kind of just, whatever anyways um <laughs> uh okay so any other so i included this um just as like extra research because tim you just wrote a story on wednesday about some new features it was vanishing mode and watch together can you can you run mm. through those a little bit just to catch the audience up on those yeah so what instagram did is uh god what did they did i forget oh, okay yeah they were rolling out some new features and so now facebook messenger and instagram and their messaging service is all intertwined it's the same messenger uh experience and so the new features are watched together where people can literally watch uh live videos together inside of a video chat so say if we were together inside of instagram we could watch post malone's new celebrity world pong league holy hell (laughs) no thank you and, yeah. uh, you know, it's just my personal thing, like, side. I'm not a huge Post Malone fan. Like, I get it. Like, he's a good musician. I'm just not a huge fan. I feel like I should say that. Um, <laughs> just throw that out there. Or what I, he's a big metalhead, though, so I really do appreciate that. Uh, that's very cool. Um, themes, you know, now we have themes going through each service. And then Vanish Mode. Ah, yes. Uh, so this is kind of rolling out slowly, and you have to opt into it. But when you enter this Vanish Mode, your Uh, What is it? As soon as you leave the thread, uh, the messages are deleted. And it's sort of like, it's like a fleeting kind of spontaneous thing, right? And they think that, oh, like some conversations don't need to last forever. And yeah, just (coughs) cheating. Yep. You send it (laughs) and then they're gone forever. And God forbid you ever need to remember what you said if you were in vanish mode. So I think I think uh, Zach and I are probably going to be using that feature heavily for whenever we're texting each other late at night. That's true. Ooh, yeah, yeah. We just don't that way. You, don't you guys are nasty. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, but the reason I bring that up is because like, doesn't it kind of feel and I could be wrong. Doesn't it feel like all the social medias are just getting way too similar and like it's just one uh, conglomerate Morpheus mass. It's like, do we really need that? I mean, th- are you guys feeling that same thing, too? One, the way they police our content. I mean, these freaking fascists, man. Like, <laughs> no such thing as free speech. I'm taking my ass. Parlor. That's where I'm going. I don't know boom. about you guys. but <laughs> Boom, boom, boom. 
All right, boys. This episode of the Phone Buzz Podcast is brought to you by Nomad, the makers of high-quality, minimalistic Apple accessories. Everything from iPhone cases to Apple Watch bands, unique charging solutions to sleek wallets. Nomad crafts their gear with premium materials like Kevlar, titanium, and genuine Horween leather to create unique products that are built to last and look great while doing it. Now, full disclosure, they did just send us a couple of their new iPhone 12 leather cases and a couple watch bands so we can give you some honest reviews. Nomad does not receive advanced notice on our opinions and they are fully our own. Zach, you kind of mentioned your watch band a little bit earlier. Um, what else did you get? The charging pad? That's the other thing you yeah, yeah, I have the the charging pad that they have. It's like retails for like $130. Yeah, the, the base station pro. Base station, yeah. yeah. No, not, not the pro, just the base station. That's right. That's the right. pro has the Apple charger with it and yeah. mine's still my own Apple charger. That's right. Um, uh, Evan here just got the exact same thing. I know you've been kind of jealous. A so bit. I actually, I didn't get the same thing. I don't think you did. I got the, um, the leather case. It has a white bezel and then the, I don't know what you call it. Tan leather. It's, it's tan their natural leather. leather color. Yeah. yeah. And then it's the Apple watch base station. Yes. So it has the Apple watch on the side. You can do AirPods and your phone. I set it up for the first time just the other night. Oh, I love it. I will probably never plug my phone in again. It's so nice. It's, it's so, so great. Nice. Um, and then. The same one. Yeah, Maybe. yeah. We all three have the same charging pad yeah. now, which is dope. Um, but yeah, so I, they actually sent me, and if you've listened to the podcast before, you know I'm not a huge case guy, but like the one they did send is this nice black leather one. Um, if I'm going out and about, I'll always throw a case on it. This one has won me over. I really like the natural leather on it. It's super nice. Mm-hmm. If you want to check out any of that gear or any other cool accessories from them, head on over to the affiliate link in the description of this episode. Not only are you fitting your tech with high quality gear, you're also supporting the Phone Buzz podcast. Let's go. Let's go. All right. It's time for the feature story tonight. It's been a flaming dumpster trash fire of, of a year for the world in general, but that doesn't mean nothing good came out of it. The podcast turned one year old. Evan finally learned how to talk to a woman and the Titans of Tech <laughs> turned out some truly amazing phones. It's no secret that phones have gotten a little stale and similar over the past few years and 2020 legitimately felt like a breath of fresh air in that regard. Samsung went all in on the Fold game, LG swiveled some heads, and Motorola took a ride on the nostalgia train and just refused to get off. But there were also a few miscues this year, too. OnePlus bloated up its smartphone lines a bit too much, Huawei took a bald eagle and barbecue punch to the gut, and Apple proved you can pull a mat in and sell the same thing year after year after year after year, and people will still buy it, present company included. So, gross oversimplifications aside, we've finally reached the end of smartphone season. And to help us with our 2020 smartphone year in review, who better to have on the show than Mr. Tim, a man who's reviewed more phones than Trump's had lawsuits this election. And to prevent us having to pick out every phone released this year, which would be kind of impossible, we have a bank of the most name recognizable and most popular smartphones in the U.S. And again, keep in mind, this is probably going to be largely based on how we how well we debate our picks and it's completely subjective. So please don't take this seriously without further ado. And hopefully you guys can see the table with all the different phones in there without further ado. Our first category is trash to treasure. So this is the most improved phone. So we're looking at the phone from 2019 to the phone of 2020. You've got a whole bank of phones. What do we got boys? I know, I know it's a lot to look Jeez. over. I spent some time on this also. Uh huh. I, I just want to say that that's mean. What? The number five. I know. Like you, you didn't have to do the man Aww. like that. It's injuries. It's not his fault. I'm not talking I, about this year. I'm talking about last year. We, oh, the the, yeah, audi- the audience will understand shortly <laughs> <Yeah>. enough. <laughs> um, it's all good. Still got five. <laughs> Oof. I I can't say mm, that. I mm, I kind of want to put the Z Fold two. 
the most improved. It's a good. Uh, what's your What's your argument? The there? only see, I don't know. This one's tough. I I want to say the big reason for that is because they finally were able to give you that much. Hey, there it is. Ooh, the much larger wee. display that I feel was a, yeah. a a pretty large gripe or it not necessarily issue. It was the, it was the it biggest worked. drawback. Yeah, it was the biggest drawback for the phone for sure, and it didn't feel. I, I guess from what I watched or whatever. We haven't, we haven't used it personally. Yeah, yeah. It seems like the people that, that, that was their big problem. I can't speak. That was yeah. their like biggest gripe is you're paying all of this money for having this very small display on the front to finally be able to pay that steep of a price tag and have both displays how you want it, how it should be. Yeah. That's where it was a big improvement. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like regular smartphones, it took like 10 years to go from that size screen to body ratio to like what is on there now. So I, I, I do, I'm buying into that. Zach's hard at work over here thinking what you got. I, well, like <laughs> I, I see one and I'm like, okay, that's what I'm going to pick. And I look down the list. I'm like, no, that pick goes somewhere else. Uh-huh. So then I'm just going <laughs> it, through it can more be, It can be more than one. You, we can have more than one. Yeah. For them. Okay. Um, oh, I, then the pixel five has to be the most improved. Okay. Interesting. What's How, your what's your argument? The four was complete trash. trash. It, it was a dumpster fire. The five is a phone you can have, you can own. <laughs> okay, okay. Like the four to the five has to be the most improved because nobody wanted the four, and people actually want the five. I'm an idiot. Yeah, and I didn't really think about the no, what we were talking about. Okay, it's right there. <laughs> I know. I what, looked, looked at it, it? And, and read it and just thought most improved <laughs> and didn't realize if we're talking about trash to treasure. What did you think? Oh, Don't okay. worry about it. Look, all it's right, over right. with. Move on. <laughs> okay. I just had to say my piece. What you got, Tim? Well, well, trash to treasure, aka most improved. I mean, it's sort of like you know, he's not saying the Z Fold was trash, but he he was saying it was the most improved, right? right? Just yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm actually with both of you. I was going to kind of give it up to both the Z Fold Two and the Pixel Five. I mean, the Pixel Four was actually trash, <laughs> and. <laughs> And so, and now the, and the pixel five is like this baby Yoda phone. Like this thing is one, like this, this phone's the way. So I absolutely love it. The battery life is great. It's been a fantastic phone, much better experience versus the pixel four, which had terrible battery life and the pixel four XL, which was just, you know, hard to look at. Um, and you know, it's <laughs> stupid gimmicky nonsense. Now the problem is Kellen and I have been talking about this and what to do with phone of the year because because uh, both of us think that the Z Fold 2 is probably like the phone of the year. I mean, the phone, it was just too good. Uh, and no, nothing can compete. You know, being able to go from tiny display to a big display, like that's too sweet. And then I've got a little Baby Yoda pop socket on there, it. dude. Like, I mean, th- it doesn't get any better. So the problem is we can't make that phone of the year, $2,000 phone, phone of the year. We're going to call us like elitists. So <laughs> we're probably, I don't know. I can't like spoil anything. I don't know what we're going to do. But I would say most improved would go to the Pixel line. But if you're can ball out, I mean that the Z Fold really improved a lot. Like they took a great phone, then they made it exactly what we wanted. They took away those stupid bezels, the display, the 120 hertz refresh rate on the interior display. Oh man, <laughs> oh yeah, this phone is good. So a lot of lot of good phones this year. Yeah. Looking over this little list. I, I have to agree with that sentiment. I think the Z Fold 2 is the most improved. Again, uh, to Evan's point, it's not that the Z Fold, or I guess the Galaxy Fold, was... Yeah, I don't think it was trash necessarily. Um, it's just a dumb name. But I do I do think, like, 
like I said, the the screen to body ratio and the differences from V1 to V2, like they, like you said, they mm-hmm. put in all the things people were asking for. And so like, you just don't see that very often. So I do, Mm-mm. I do agree. That's gotta, that's gotta be my vote for, for the most improved. All right, let's move on to category number two. This one is called compact coolness. Now there's not as much competition for this, but I still think it'll be an interesting debate. So this is going to be the best small screen phone and let's go in reverse order. So Tim, I want you to start out this one. Small phone. Uh, well, the pixel four a is pretty small. Uh, I'm trying to think I reviewed a phone this year called the jelly two. It was literally like a little compact three inch uh-huh. phone from China. Oh, that's cute. And, uh, I don't have it right now, uh, but that thing was pretty sweet. But hmm. uh, I don't know, best small screen. I, you know, honestly, I might even just give that to like the iPhone SE. I mean, that's small, right? Is that a small? Screen? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty small. Yeah, it's affordable. Uh, it's in a great ecosystem that has a lot of apps, and it seems cool. It's good, <laughs> good stuff. A lot of, a lot of privacy and security. Apple's great. They're great. They do. They know what they're, they're doing. <laughs> they're good. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Zach? Uh, I was gonna go twelve mini. Okay. Here. Mm-hmm. I'm with him. Um, just you get it's seven hundred, so it's not terrible. If you want a small phone, you get a small phone. You get an OLED screen. You still get a good iPhone camera. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if it's just necessarily the people that I follow or or watch their YouTube videos, but I feel like there's actually a lot of surprise in how many people like the mini. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. You, I just feel like you see a lot of people go back to the mini and they may use that even though, I don't know, I have a hard time being able to think, hey, I'd rather choose a very small phone like this over a Pro Max. But like, yeah, it works exactly like Tim was saying. Perfect for the ecosystem. It looks fantastic. I don't know. I love it. Yeah. Security. I also got to I also gotta put my vote down for that just because like it is... Even even now, you get a ton of people that walk in and like, I ain't doing no 6.1-inch phone. It's too big. Which, I mean, fair enough. It, it kind of is. Like, 6.1-inch phones, even though the body size is relatively small, it's still huge compared to what... There's still people that have the SE1. They, there's still people that have the iPhone 5S. God bless their soul. And they just wanted something that was that same size. So I do have to agree. It's such a different move um, for Apple, like given their history in the last four or five years. So I, I do also have to give it to the iPhone 12 mini, but the SE2 is in that conversation just because of how affordable it is, which is a great segue into balling on a budget. This is the best value phone. Um, this is another one that mm. probably doesn't have a ton of competition. Um, just for, if what? you're, if you're listening, well, I guess, I guess on this list, there's not a whole lot of competition because I try to narrow it down a little bit. Um, so we've got like the Galaxy A lineup. We've got the S20 FE. We've got the Moto G lineup. We've got some of the Pixel 4a stuff. And of course, the SE2. Um, Evan, what you got? That's actually a tough one. I I want to say, I think a big... For me, a lot of it has to do with like personal experience. And I've you look at like the Galaxy A lineup... And even though, yeah, it's not going to be like your iPhone or anything like that, you look at the A50. Mm. And for what you get for $350, very similar to the SE, uh, the SE2, is you're getting a beautiful screen, a large screen, relatively good camera for a very affordable price. And so I, I feel like I'm going to go with that one just to get away from the the iPhones a little bit. But you also got that god-awful Samsung screen. I mean, you can change that. Can you, though? Sort of. I mean, kind of, sort of. I mean, you're gonna buy a new phone in another year, so you can get the the next uh, balling on a budget phone next year. 
Because you have to, because it's Samsung. Well, <laughs> for when you have it, okay? Yeah, We're not talking about after a year, just okay, in the moment. Yeah. What do you think, Zach? Uh, <clears throat> this one was actually really easy for me. Okay. Uh, S20 FE, I really? feel like, has to be the best value. I mean, you get all like the cool stuff still that the S20 has. You get the like the wireless power share inside of it, even if you want that. You get wireless charging of the quick charger. You still get a really good camera. And then it's a Samsung, so it's always on sale. And <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> like you can pick this phone up. It's an eight hundred dollar phone. You can get it regularly for at least six hundred. Then if you go through a carrier, you could get it for even cheaper. So you could get this great eight hundred dollar phone for. I've seen people get it as low as like three hundred, even free. Jeez. So hmm. like, especially like like AT and T running all their trade in stuff oh, right yeah, now. Yeah. Like seven hundred dollars, the phone's worth ninety five dollars through them. Like that's. The S20 FE is free at that point. And like I said, it's a Samsung. So I feel like most time that you can just pick it up at, for 600. Like I just, I think it's too good of a phone for the price that it's at. Mm. Cause that was funny. Cause there's a lot of uh, conversation when the pixel five came out and it was like the pixel five is excellent, but there's also the Samsung FE. And I know um, you and Kellen have had that conversation a couple times too, Tim. It's hard, man. Like um, this year, especially, you know, I, it was a race to the top, right? Who can have the most expensive phone with all the specs? And now, you know, luckily for the consumers that slowed down, they're like, okay, who can give the best value? And what's so funny is that, you know, and I'll get to it with our probably the biggest letdown, but <laughs> one one plus was has always been in a position to provide the best value and something that they're doing this year is not doing that. So it was actually pretty surprising. Um that OnePlus isn't really kind of being mentioned. I would agree that the S20 FE is a fantastic value. But... However... <laughs> well, however, uh, I also think that the Pixel 5 is a pretty good value when it's on sale. If you can get it cheaper than the 699 right? Which you can. Black Friday's coming up. You'll be in... If you get it through a carrier, you could probably get it for better pricing than that. So... It really just depends, right? The Pixel 4a, 5G, also good value. I wish, you know, the specs were a little different. But so I guess if we're talking pure value, I would give it to the S20 FE. But I hate doing that because there's something <laughs> about that phone I really don't like. And don't ask me what, because I've never even touched one. Huh. That's fair. That's a fair critique. Um, mm, thank you. I, I don't even know what to say to that. I just I don't like it because I don't like it. Like, can you, is there anything you can pinpoint about it? It's just like, maybe it's like, is oh it, yeah, is sure. it that it undercuts your <laughs> undercuts the Pixel Five a little bit? Like, oh no, I don't care about that. Um, what I think is is that it proves that what Samsung is doing, and not just Samsung, but all these companies, is that they could put out a value phone if they wanted to, and it could be very popular. But they refuse to, I think, because they would rather hmm. maybe sell or may, possibly make more money from these higher end devices. Right, this device has what people want. It's got good battery life, a good uh, display size with the high refresh rate. I think it, what it really only lacks is, um, gosh, what is it? Is it RAM? It has only like six gigs, uh, six gig RAM, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's got a fine camera experience. I don't even know why this thing is cheap. Yeah. So really, what it does is it cannibalizes Samsung's own Galaxy S20 lineup. Because then, why why is anyone going to get the smaller S20 or why is anyone getting the S20 Plus? Like Samsung's in a really weird place. I think they got way too many like premium phones they're just eating each other up Too much to now we're from. talking about getting rid of the note lineup uh, in exchange for the s20 ultra or s21 ultra uh 
it's just really Samsung's in a weird spot, I think. So that's why it upsets me because it's almost too good because it, it kind of makes all their higher end phones seem not as good because they're more expensive. Yeah. Something like that. That's a, that's a really good point. I would say like, even now, like when I'm at work selling phones, like the S 20, like anybody looks at S 20, it's like, get this F E like, the only thing yeah. you're gonna lose like a little bit of the camera quality, but it's still a great photo. Uh, it's a 6.7 yeah. inch AMOLED screen, 120 hertz, wireless charging. Like, it's, it's got everything you want. Yeah, it, it besides like maybe a little bit IP camera, rating, but yeah. So like, I don't know. It just it, it has to be the best value in my mind. Hmm. That's hmm. a good. Again, that's that's so interesting because like it makes you think. Like Tim said, is there a reason that they don't just because OnePlus was almost there. Like, they were offering really great specs and really great stuff for a really affordable price, like C1 plus 5 and 6. Like, that was almost in that sweet spot, and then they started kind of ramping it up a little bit. So, yeah, I agree. Samsung could absolutely make just a killer. Like, they could make an S20, drop it by $200 normal, and be totally fine. But they just don't. So, huh. Rip. Okay, I got to go a little bit. I got to go a little bit of a different route. I'm just going to say the iPhone SE 2 is my banging on a budget, balling on a budget. I know, I know. And I say that just because it's such an easy recommendation. Like if somebody's like, hey man, I'm in that iPhone ecosystem. Like I want an iPhone. I don't care what it is. I just want an iPhone and I've only got 400 bucks to spend. It's such an easy recommendation. Like everybody, everybody that wants that small iPhone and wants a home button is going to be super happy with it. Super easy. That's fair. All right. Um, I was kind of debating about putting this one in here, but I, I, I think it'll be interesting. So this one is called So, So Sexy. This is, <laughs> sorry, everybody. This is the best design, the best mm. design phone. Full what, two. Whatever Nokia puts out. Whatever Nokia. Yeah, that is actually a category <laughs> in here. It said whatever Nokia put out. <laughs> Joking. Yeah, I'm going to say the full two. Okay. I'm going to, you're going to hate me for this. Go I'm going to say the 12 Pro, any of the 12s. Ooh, 12 Pro Max though. Okay, that's a hot take. Right? It, is, that? it is a hot take. I, it's all because of the the feel and the bezels and the squared off design. I just again we've talked Bet about you this put like a case on. Well, a <laughs> hey, plug, plug. <laughs> um, but I just I love it. I love running it naked. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just it feels so good in the hand. I just love everything about it, and that's like that. That's why I, I mainly got it and didn't, you know, save just a little bit of money going with like the 11 Pro Max. Well, I guess I couldn't regardless. It's <laughs> it's one of those things where like design is a huge thing for me because I it's not just about what the experience is using it. For me, it's the experience of like holding it and having it and stuff like that. So for me, I just, I, I love how it feels. Tim's holding like, it and having um, it? What yeah. the hell are you talking when about? It, <laughs> when it speaks to me at night. Yeah, when I talk yeah. to it. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. It's um, yeah. it's your precious. It's, yeah. okay. it, it's hard to explain, but like, just you know how it feels in your hand and stuff like that. Uh, man, I'm just gonna stop talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally. uh, I'm kind of there with you a little bit. I, I agree that I don't agree that it's my favorite design phone of the year, but I, I know what you mean. Like, whenever, like the OnePlus Seven Pro, um, when you feel that thing naked, like it, it there's something about it for me. Like, it, it's a very personal, very subjective thing. Um, the squared off design, like I said, it's kind of coming around for me, but it's still, I, I don't know, man, it's not there. Um, I do, I gotta say my favorite design phone of the year. I gotta go with, I gotta go with the fold just because again, it looks so good. It looks like a piece of jewelry. It looks like something straight out of like the Smithsonian. It looks so good. Um, and it's a phone. It's a thing you can carry around with you. So 
I don't know. Just as far as pure looks, ooh, ooh-wee. What you got, Tim? Uh, I mean, so yeah, I'm split again. Uh, maybe a, a few ways. Uh, in terms of like being sexy, like yeah, the fold two is pretty darn sexy. Uh, pretty much in any color besides this black color, right? Mm. It's just sort of black and plain. But you know, like I've just never had a phone turn as many heads as I have the the fold phone, the original fold, and this fold two. You know, like when when you when you whip it out in public, dude. I mean, people people turn to look. They're like, "What was that?" How you hold it and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you know, and what's great is it's got Samsung Pay too. So I'm always having to take it out when I'm paying for something. I, you know, I, why am I going to reach for my wallet when I've got Samsung Pay? He'll pay so other other able- people's bill just to be like, hey, check this out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, let Tim money bags handle that. <laughs> so, so yeah, the Fold Two is awesome. You know, the Pixel Five though. I don't know if you, I, any of you guys have held the Pixel Five, but you know, it's it's actually really small it's a very small device and it feels so good in hand and i really love this color they're using this recycled aluminum yeah, uh, the finish feels it great. feels good yeah like i really like the feel of it. it's almost got like kind of a mild or not mild but it's like a a light bumpy texture to it it's nice it's got the baby green uh, baby yoda green color <laughs> uh it's a good looking phone but then also i gotta give props to lg lg made some you know decent looking phones this year uh, the wing, while it's not my cup of tea, uh, it's a fine looking device. I, well, sexy. I don't know about sexy, but it's cool. And then velvet, velvet looks good. Like I actually thought LG did some cool hardware things this year. Their software is just absolute trash. Did the velvet feel as soft as velvet? Cause that was their big no, thing. No, not at all. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to be because the software was going to be very smooth, mm. but that was in, in fact, the exact opposite of the experience. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever the opposite of velvet is, you know, like, like glass shards. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Did we, did we all answer that one? That'd yeah. Good. Okay, cool, cool. All right. So, um, these are the last three categories. So it's going to be heating up a little bit. These next two are going to be kind of similar, but, but there is a distinction to it. So this next one, I won't, I won't use the name that's written down here. So this is going to be the biggest letdown. So we're talking from 2019 to 2020. It just didn't live up to the hype. It was, it just, it just didn't perform. It didn't deliver. It didn't execute. Um, Evan, what you, uh, what you got for that? This the is surf- an easy answer. Dude. The surface duo. Service there duo. You go. Yeah. I was, <laughs> there you go. I, again, I, I don't know how it's been performing recently, but I'm sure it's not much different than when I first pulled it out of the box the day we got the first one in. Yeah. It was just, it's a cool idea. It's trash. It's trash. trash. Right, exactly. Trash <laughs> exactly. Trash. It, it's a cool idea. Exactly. It just didn't work out. It, uh, yeah, no. That's definitely going to be mine, Service duo. It's a no for me, dog. What do you think, Zach? <laughs> uh, mine's going to be the Razor. Okay, that was actually that was on my short list. Yeah, um, the the duo's coming. It, it's it, it's it's gonna have its place for me. Okay, okay. Oh uh, no, you're you're a duo apologist. Oh no, I he's thinking one category ahead. Yeah, well, I'm one. <laughs> oh, okay. The biggest letdown okay. I think would be the razor because it was kind of cool, but like after honestly 10, 15 minutes of playing with it, I'm like I'm bored. I don't <laughs> ever want this phone. Like its phone sucks. Yeah. And yeah. like it had so much hype, but it was like gonna be cool. And then kind of like the, I think it's like the Z Flip. Mm. Like I don't ever want to go back to like having to flip my phone open and do anything. And it does have a screen on the front, but 
that range sucks too. It's yeah. still way too small. Yeah. So that'd be my biggest letdown. All right, uh, yeah. Sir Tim, what you got for this category? Yeah, I mean the Surface Duo is probably the biggest letdown, and then you have you know like some of the larger sites, some of those like PC bro like tech <laughs> blogger freaking sites, man. I won't name them, but you mm. know who I'm talking about. They they were really hyping up the Surface Duo like it was the second coming of their Lord and Savior, <laughs> and that really pissed me off, man, because. I think the first commandment says, thou shalt put no phone before me or something. <laughs> and it was just ridiculous. The Surface Duo, it sucked. So I, I don't want to go on and on, but yeah, that phone was not not a good device. Hmm. Big letdown. I, I agree, I agree with sad. all the... <laughs> try it. I agree with all the sentiment here. Um, me personally, and so I, I wrote... Um, Tim graciously allowed me to write a, a piece for Joy Life, an opinion piece for this. And it has to be my pick here. It's the OnePlus 8 because um, I am a one. I'm a huge OnePlus fan. Um, I'm rocking a OnePlus 7 Pro alongside my iPhone. But when the the OnePlus 8 was announced, I just I wanted a reason to upgrade, and they just didn't give me one. In fact, they gave me a reason not to upgrade, which is arguably worse. They put the little hole punch, which I get why they did it. They put a hole punch on the front of the screen, and there's no longer the seamless beautiful futuristic display that they kept on advertising on like on Instagram or on the fleets now. Um, So it was just such a step back for me design wise and functionality wise compared to what they did last year. And there was just no other internal improvements. Like, I don't know. It was such a disappointment. And like, I was watching that, um, that announcement as we were like moving and it just, it really didn't do anything for me. So I got to give it to the one plus eight begrudgingly. I, it just didn't do it. Wow. Big rip. Big red. All right, let's move on to these are the last two categories. So we're getting getting to the end here. So this is going to be just the worst, just the worst phone. This is just the absolute worst. Surface Duo. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. The, Whatever Nokia complete, puts out. It's complete garbage. <laughs> no, I'd rather have a Nokia phone than the Duo. Wow. No way. Yes. No. Come yeah, on. Nokia phone's going to work. That's fair. Well, all right. <laughs> No, the, the duo was trash. Like in order to take a photo, you have to flip it completely open. There's only one camera on it. The independent screens are terrible. It takes the phone five minutes to realize that it's a phone and mm. it has to work. It, it, the only good thing was the hinge. Like you, the, it was so such a heavy duty hinge. You're like I'm not gonna break it by folding it. Mm. But it came broke already. <laughs> so what? Really? what? No, like the phone was already broken. Oh, okay, garbage. I see what you're saying. Like, <laughs> it was functionally broke before. I, I exactly, yeah. I so you. it's the worst one up there. Hmm. It's fifteen hundred dollars. Is it still? I thought it was like a thousand now. It's still, it's a thousand dollars. I see your point. I see your point. That's that's still way too much money. Yeah. Um. Okay, Evan, what you got here? Whatever Nokia puts out. Just because I don't want to <laughs> say this, the Surface Duo. <laughs> Um, I'm going to have to agree with the cinema in the room, the surface duo, like for, I agree. The hype was there. Um, personally, it wasn't my, my biggest letdown, but like in terms of, Oh my God, Microsoft's getting the Android game. Like there, there was a lot of hype, a lot of press around it and it just, just, just pooped the bed. So I got, I got to give worst of the worst to the surface duo. Tim. Yeah. 100% surface duo. Worst of the worst. Easy, easy pick. Not even, not even close. Yeah. Not even close. All right, it's down to the last one, the last wow. category. Now, this is the K- the Kansas City Chiefs category because we get those rings. This is the best of the best. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. This is the best of the best, the best phone that was released this year. What you guys got? I want to start with Tim on this one. 
Is, um, is, that's can, tough, man. I mean, yeah. freaking, I, I almost have to give it up to the LG Ooh, wing. This that is smooth. Is freaking, oh, it's very smooth. Oh. Uh, but no, just all kidding aside, uh, that phone's not very good. <laughs> uh, you know, I, the Sony Xperia 5 II, I know we haven't talked a lot about it, obviously, in this show. No one talks about Sony phones, but the Xperia 5 II, Mark II, is a really good phone. I really enjoyed my time with it. I wish it wasn't a thousand dollars. Um, that way it could, you know, more people could have it. And I wish it was on carriers. So it was more accessible to the American buying public, but, uh, great device feels good in hand. All the specs are there, you know, but if it was, you know, if it, I don't know, shit, uh, <laughs> it, the best of the best, uh, eh, Pixel 5 or Z Fold 2, flip a coin. Pixel be 5? One. I, I was not expecting that. I I really like the Pixel 5. So I'm a big Google fanboy, so I don't think they can really do no wrong, except for the Pixel 4 lineup. Mm. But I was not yeah, expecting I mean, that. Yeah. Mm. What you got, Zach? What's the best of the best? I don't know. Um, He's thinking intensely. Yeah. There's you a get, lot of good phones, man. Getcher's on deck, Evan. Let him, let him think a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of these have to do with very similar phones. I mean, it's, it's got to go to the, the Fold 2 for me. I mean, it's just, I can't really think of anything about that phone that doesn't scream. It's beautiful. It's revolutionary. And it just, it looks, I mean, come on, it looks amazing. The only thing that I think you could say about it that sucks is the fact that you can scratch it. And it's two thousand dollars, and the price tag. <laughs> I mean, other than that, the phone just seems amazing. I I wish I, I haven't had like that hands on experience with it for more than thirty minutes. But I mean, for for what I have felt with it, I mean, come on, yeah. I can only imagine how great it is. Like Tim having it, you know, every day and just being able to whip it out. It's every day, bro, with that Disney Channel flow. That's right. All right, Zach. Have you uh, have you picked your champion? I mean, I I think I have, and I don't. You don't like it. You don't, don't like what you've picked. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, a little bit. I I I'm a ten pixel five. Please tell me what? something too fast. Like I just like look at it, and I don't. I just it's the one phone I could see myself actually owning. It's a good price. It's a great phone. Mm-hmm. Like. It, it has everything. I was one. I almost went back to the S twenty FE too, but then I don't like Born UI. So, Oof, yeah. But right. Pixel five could give you like the purest form of Android, and I don't like the iPhone series for my like just softball. And the folds two thousand dollars. So, yeah. Well, I I think the choice well, for me is easy. I think I got to go with the TCL ten. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I think uh, the Moto G fast. The Moto G Fast, the Moto G Stylus and Power. There's so many phones we even mentioned because, like, I, okay, I didn't even know the LG V60 was out. Like, I was looking up lists of, like, 2020 phones, and I was, like, cross-referencing a couple to make sure I didn't miss any. And I like, it was from last year, though. It, it was from, so the reviews are from, like, early this year. Maybe it was announced last Did you guys have it in, in uh... In shop, yeah, so I to go. Speak. I got one somewhere, but I don't. I can't remember the last time I ever said its name. Like, <laughs> say it three times, it like haunts you or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't even know what it looks like, but um, okay, I, I do have to agree with Evan, and I think my phone of the year, the best, of the best, has to be the Z Fold Two. Yes, it is expensive. Yes, it has issues, but I mean, those prices are going to start to come down. The technology is just going to be more and more accessible. I think. 
Um, and like, as far as being different, being new, being refreshing to the lineup. And, and I started off this segment saying like, there's been that, that tone, that feel that phones are getting boring. Phones are getting stale. And this was the year that the fold really came to life after like six, seven years of being teased. So for me, it's gotta be the Z fold too. I think it was the first realization of what folds could be and what they will be in the future. So for that reason alone, it's going to be the Z fold too. Fair enough. All right. Uh, Any final thoughts on this boys? Nope. Nah, no. I was looking at my V60 review, and yeah, I'm remembering how not cool that phone was. <laughs> Did so, you do a video review on thanks. that? Uh, no, I'm not spending time on a video <laughs> review for that thing, dude. Are you kidding? I did an unboxing and a first look, and those things take, you know, freaking five minutes. I'm not doing a review for that. How long does it take to do, like, reviews on phones? Because I know you guys say in the reviews that you hold on to them for, like, a week. Is that right? Well, we don't really do video reviews when we were doing video reviews, like the full-blown video reviews. I mean, what? Do you, how long would it take us to literally do the video? Uh, I mean, it, it would take like a day to shoot it just because Kellen and I, we work kind of slow. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you know, you got to get our shots. We got to pan the camera all like we're a one-man band. So it, it would take like a day at least, you know, like a solid day. And then maybe even like a day of editing takes a long time, man. But uh, when we're writing a review, I mean, you can just pump that out. So how long do you actually like use the device for though? To kind of like get a, we, yeah, we like to have the device in house for at least a week before talking about like a full review, because that way we can get our battery usage. Like sometimes like we know because we get the phones the same time as some, most of the time we get the phone every same time as everyone else. So you'll see a device review go up. And if it's before ours, that means that they don't really know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. I feel like in terms of like overall experience, like living with the phone, they rushed it. They did it over the course of a couple of days. And I really don't think you can review a phone that quickly, right? Sure. You can do those general features and all that, but you can't talk about battery life. You can't talk about what it's like to actually live with that thing, software stuff. So yeah. Yeah. And that's I like why I have it for a week. Yeah. And that's why I try to make the distinction. Like whenever we did the, our quick iPhone kind of like first impressions, I really wanted to emphasize that it was like honeymoon. This is first 24 hours. Like these are right. bound to change like some of our impressions, but I totally agree. Like I, I like your guys' approach because it does, you, you guys always outline that, Hey, we just got this and this is first impressions or, Hey, this is like, we've had it for a week and two weeks. Like this is probably what it's going to be like day to day for it. It's been so weird for me over the past couple of years because, you know, earlier in my career, uh, I I would know all the specs for all the phones. You'd uh, like ask me something about a phone and be like, oh, yeah, it's got the, this processor and this RAM, blah, blah, blah. These days, I don't know anything until I get that box. I pull up the specs and as I'm doing the unboxing or whatever, I'm literally reading for the first time what these specs are. Cause I can't remember everything. Mm. And so I'll always flub it up and have to like edit something or, you know, make a little annotation because I don't know. And honestly, I don't care. Like I don't want to be like this brainiac who knows all the specs because like at the end of the day, all these phones are now have really good specs. They all perform well. Mm. So it's, it's not so much of like a spec war for me anymore. It's really like that overall experience, which is why having the device for a longer period of time and then giving that review is so important to me. So, yeah. Ah, yes. The point of the whole reason why I started talking. Yes. That's why it's important to have the phone for a longer <laughs> period of time. Uh, although a phone that you have not had for a long period of time or probably at all uh, is the iPhone 12. Now, whenever we spoke last time, yeah. when we spoke at February of, earlier this year, 
Um, we we did promise that we'd have you back on when the iPhone 12s came on or when they came onto the scene. Um, so we've just gone through like three different Apple events. We had the Mac event, we had the Apple Watch event, and we had the iPhone event, of course. Um, what are your overall impressions? So obviously, you're the Droid Life guy. You're the Android guy. Um, you guys did, actually, I, I listened to the last Droid Life episode. You guys did the review of the iPhone 6 or the 6S, and that was like yeah, the last one that you, that's like the last one that you guys have done. Um, yeah. what are your overall impressions of like the, all of the Apple events, maybe even the iPhone 12 specifically, like what, what are your overall impressions there? I, I, the word uninspired comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just feel like Apple just keeps on pumping out the same old thing. You know, I really thought that they would at least get rid of the notch. Um, I, I quite like the design of the phone. Like the phone looks sick. Don't get me wrong. Like if it was running Android, I'd be all over it. But there's something about the front side that I don't necessarily care for. I feel like because Android was so quick, or at least Android OEMs were so quick to introduce the notch, listen to customer feedback and say, oh, they don't like the way this looks. And then they got rid of it. You know, they went the the cutout or they mm. went the freaking pop-up camera. Uh, I don't think Apple should go the pop-up camera route just because if something goes wrong with that, you know, they're, they're the type of company that I don't know, like, I don't know if their fans could recover from like pop-up camera gate. I'm scared you know, of my that... seven pros camera. Honestly, like it's making a little mm-hmm. bit too much sound when it pops up. I'm a little bit scared of it. So I, I, yeah, I, I agree. Mean, yeah. So overall, like, I mean, I still think that iPhones are a, a fine device. It's just, it sucks. I have literally no experience with them. Uh, like, Maybe if my wife like had an iPhone, it would help me maybe even just try it out. But she's freaking on Android. She uses a some type of a Galaxy S20. So, you know, she's in the same boat as me. We're just Android people in this house. And dude, I I'm so glad that, you know, what it used to be, it used to be a war, right? Between Android and iPhones. And I feel like that's I feel like it's not like that anymore. Android has clearly won. <laughs> And and iPhone, they're just, you know, their crowd is just the same old people, same crusty old folks who who just who, who think that they're the best and that they've got the best device and they don't mind paying for the best. And that's totally fine. I think that's great. So and they've converted Christian over. De- so, yeah, I, I almost thought about wearing all black today to because I have kind of fallen to the dark <laughs> side. Um, oh, dude, you should have worn a turtleneck and all that. Really done the Steve out. Jobs. Yeah. And I think I'm starting to connect some dots here. I think you like the Yoda green phone so much because you're the green bubble. That's what wow. it is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you got like a wow button on that thing, dude? Wow. No, God, please, no. <laughs> Close enough. That's that's the green button right there. Um, the so, green bubble. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm hearing from you is that the iPhone 12 did nothing for you. Absolutely nothing. Well, it didn't like, you know, I didn't feel a tingle in my pants, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> I I didn't I didn't feel the need to say, oh, Droid Life has to review that phone, you know, maybe because we're waiting on the 13. I mean, like, I guess I wasn't really expecting anything special, right? Like, if anything, the mini interests me more so than the big boys, because mm. we know what to expect from those big, those chonkers. I'm, I'm, I'm curious about the mini. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, maybe next year. I always say that. Maybe <laughs> next year. I don't know. That is the Apple line. Maybe next year we'll have a high refresh screen, which I'm still right? not over that. Like, hey, you would I know they invented 5G this year and all that, so. Yeah. <laughs> 5G, 5G. 5G, 5G, 5G. Have you seen that Supercut video of, like, every time mm-hmm. they said 5G? <laughs> it's well worth it. I think we retweeted on our account, but it, it's hilarious. 
Um, they legitimately spent like four minutes straight saying 5G. But <laughs> oh man, I yeah, and it was great. You know, Verizon announced that they were oh we're, we're launching our 5G, and they rolled out this beautiful 5G icon to all the Android devices. I mean, it's just it's all marketing BS, dude. If anything, you're going to see slower speeds. Uh, it's all just it's all just BS. That's yeah. all I see it as. Well, I couldn't think of a better way to wrap up this podcast than saying 5G is BS. <laughs> Tim, plug the socials. We forgot oh, to do that at the... Okay, we felt so bad because whenever we had you on the first time, we forgot to ask you to plug the socials. And you, you did it yourself, which is great. But like we were like, oh my God, he hates us. We forgot to ask him to do that. So I don't care. Please plug if the anything, socials. It, if anything, if, uh, if people would like to block me on Twitter, my handle is <laughs> at Tim Otato, T-I-M-O-T-A-T-O. Um, block me on Instagram. If I swear to God, if I see a fleet on my Twitter, <laughs> I'm blocking everybody out. So, uh, yeah, feel free to check me out on Twitter. Check us out, of course, uh, our website, Droid Life at Droid underscore Life on Twitter, Droid Life.com, uh, on YouTube, Moto Droid Life. We got tons of subscribers, way more subs than these guys got. And uh, it's a it's a killer show, dude. Highly recommend. It's a ton of fun. <laughs> sorry, guy. I'm so sorry. I'm no, so no, sorry. no. All fun and games. All right. Yes. Roll that roll that outro, Evan. All righty. Thanks everyone for tuning into the Phone Buzz Podcast. Show sponsored by three guys that sell phones all day. Sort of. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz, and that's PH1, B U Z Z. And give us a follow, interview on Spotify, or wherever you listen to our podcast. We'll see you guys in the next one. My name is Evan Krause. I'm Zach Whitney. I'm Christian Crawford. Tim, again, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. You're always welcome on the show. We love having you here, man. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anything I can do is, uh, you know, is just keep it going, keep up these, uh, these positive vibes, and just, uh, you know, love life. <laughs> cool, cool. Mask up, boys. Yeah.